Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. All right. Uh, welcome to GabFest, folks. We're happy to have you. And hopefully you're having a wonderful Maysember, month of mayhem, Hem. if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, we jinxed on that. Did we at the same time? Mayhem. <laughs> we should have harmonized. I know. Allison's mayhem. like... Mayhem. Yeah, maybe we need to put a jingle with it and just really um, sell it. Yeah. It's a hard sell to enjoy May. Yeah. Even though that's your birth month. Well, it's just hard. And I always felt it during my birth month too. Mm -hmm. And especially in college, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times with school growing up, it's not ending yet, Mm -hmm. but college always ends. Like I remember finals week always being like the first week of May. Yeah. And so people are finishing up or they're like going home and you're like, it's my birthday. Packing and moving. Yeah. And I kind of be like, I don't want to sound like a baby, but. But like, aren't we going to Cafe Rio? Yeah, who's going to be here for my birthday? <laughs> uh, you guys are moving home. You're not going to stay for my birthday. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you feel it. But I know that there are so many May birthdays too. Mm-hmm. I know so many other people. Also, it should be noted that the golden spike was driven on my <laughs> birthday. So it's kind of a big deal History. here in Utah. History. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so before we get into our subject, Britt, I have okay. a pretty good someday you'll laugh about this dealing with my birthday. Okay. So my birthday was yesterday, May 10th, in case any of you feel so inclined to send me a belated birthday gift. And put it on your calendar so you're ready for next year. Right. Um, some of my friends happened to have the day off and said, let's go to lunch. Some of my friends from growing up. So we went to lunch, and I must say this place knows how to party for birthdays. Like I'm going to oh, take really? everybody. I want to take you there for your birthday. Okay. Um, they do a special little birthday menu that you can get one thing free. Wow. Not like a full meal, but like they have a drink menu and like some little desserts on there and you get it free. I love it. What's this place called? It is called biscuit and hogs and it's in Ogden. Oh, that's cool. Utah. Spencer told me about that place. There's also one in Idaho as well. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It's pretty delish. But then they also have a big hat <laughs> that you wear. And then they also have this huge, like candle thing okay that they it light on fire and i wow. thought you were supposed to blow it out and i nearly lit my friend on fire because it wasn't it's like a sparkler like oh. a giant sparkler and you're like get in here and blow this out with me well I i'm just, having no, trouble she was just across the table from me oh and, and you went, blew it towards her <laughs> yeah and okay so i can even show you the video but um <laughs> but i was like this is just so fun i love cheesy stupid stuff like that where they're like bringing you the hat and no for real like i thing. want i want my the birthday fanfare. to be yeah i want the fanfare <laughs> i want the spectacle i want the hubbub well and i think for some people that's their personal hell like right. i have a sister-in-law that was like if she did that you would to her she would cry well she almost cried when she was at texas, texas roadhouse, roadhouse and they made her sit on that saddle yeah. oh that's a big sparkler i'm surprised you attempted to blow it out yeah it's like it's rising to f- three feet in the air. Okay, get ready. If though. I'm guesstimating, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because something that's reaching two feet in the air and sparkling, and you blow it horizontal towards your friend. Yes, it went right to her face. So anyway, um, but then after I'm like, okay, if I go home, I'm going to fold laundry. I'm going to clean. I don't want to do that on my birthday. Yeah. So I love plant shopping. Okay. Let it be known that I also got a minivan. Yeah, that's a pretty big birthday present. It's big. and But it's not just for me. So that's when my husband's like, don't consider it a birthday present. It's like our families. But don't go getting any crazy ideas for next year. <laughs> no, he was saying like, he doesn't want me to feel like, oh, there's your birthday present. 
Because, like, we needed a new car as a oh, family. So yeah. he's like, I don't want to be like, cop out. Happy birthday. Okay. There's the car yes. to drive the kids around. You know, like, <laughs> even though it was fun for me and I'm surprisingly very excited about it. But I just found myself laughing because I was sitting there on my 35th birthday driving a menu minivan shopping for plants. And I was like, nothing says 35. Like, <laughs> I'm embracing. You are the personification mm-hmm. of 35. Yeah. And I don't say it in a way that's like, I don't know about you, <laughs> but, but I'm feeling 35. Yes. I'm, I don't know if you say, I'm about to thrive because I'm feeling 35. <laughs> I like it. I do like it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I did get stuck in traffic heading out plant shopping and it was a little bit stressful. My four-year-old was with me at this point and my little boy had kept asking for food all day, but then he wouldn't really eat it. He kept asking for food and then wouldn't really eat it, asking for food. I know where this is going. Yeah. So then I stop at a plant place and we get out and my little boy had these little donuts and he took them out to eat them because I wouldn't let him eat them in the car. I'm, <laughs> I, I know we're going to get there. Like I know we're going to get to that point, but I just need like a week of not, people not eating in my car. And so my brand new car. So I get out and I hear him kind of <clears throat> coughing and I was like, oh, take, you know, chew it up, take little bites. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's like, <clears throat> and then oh, no. just starts losing his cookies or in this case his donuts mm-hmm. all over the ground. And it, like there's no better place you could be than an outdoor so an outdoor true. nursery. You guys, I do have where to, hoses are like right at the I, ready. I was gonna say I could not have picked <laughs> a better place and a better time because we were in the car but two minutes before, before. this mm-hmm. in my new car, and I would have cried. I would have <laughs> cried if he'd have thrown up in the, my new car. That's the only way to christen a minivan, Allison. No. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Is for a toddler Ch- to, children's vomit. <laughs> it's for a toddler to vomit in it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's but not fully yours yet until I, one of your children. <laughs> Has blown chunks right. from the backseat. And he luckily, like, he only got a little bit on his shoes. And so mm-hmm. I just look, he, I just let him throw up, like, four times. And mm-hmm. and this man was walking by. And I think he was looking at me, like, are you going to do gonna anything? Do- but I'm like, what, could, what more can look- I do? The best thing to do is just stand back and let it happen, man. If I move him, there'll be vomit more places. <laughs> if I, and it'll get on me. And it'll get more on him. So mm-hmm. I just kind of let him continue throwing up. <laughs> and then I look at a lady, I'm like, do you have a hose nearby? Because yeah, absolutely. I, we I, do. I, he kind of choked on his donut. I think I wasn't sure what had happened. So I started spraying <laughs> it down, trying to make it very thorough, spraying his shoes down anyway. But I was like, well, I got to grab a couple things. So I did grab a few things. And later I rounded the corner and saw the man and he kind of looked at me like, what are you still doing here? I just watched your child. He 100% does not get no. any of this vomiting, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so Anyway, we get in the car and I luckily keep those sick bags in the car, those, Mm -hmm. you know, airplane ones. I had him hold it. I'm like, if you think you're going to throw up, you just put your face in there. (laughs) Um, On second thought, you will hold this to your face the entire ride home. I think I might have duct tape in the back. Regardless. Just do it. What I hate is- It's mommy's birthday. This is what I used to- Put your face in the barf bag, please. (laughs) This is what I used to do as a kid when I would throw up. I'd be starving immediately after uh-huh. so he was like i need food i'm so hungry Mm-mm. i need water i'm so hungry i'm so thirsty i'm like no mm-hmm. he's like, i'm so hungry i'm like believe me i'm aware <laughs> but you're not eating until we get home like mm-hmm. no way so it kind of put a little damper on my birthday <laughs> but i have to say the birthday gods were looking down on me because i didn't yeah it was the best place yeah it wasn't in this brand new car and it was easy cleanup and he barely got any on his shoes of course like that's just like par for the course for me i feel mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. universe just is like allison don't get too bougie. Don't get too high and mighty. Your friends met you for lunch. Yeah. They made a big deal about it. Yes. This we need to keep you humble. humble. Yep. Keeping me humble always. That's what I always say. When it's I- not enough that you're driving a minivan. Yeah. And you're going to the plant store. <laughs> um, I'm getting judgment from the middle-aged man. Yeah. But you know how we were talking about May? 
Mm-hmm. And we're also talking today about travel stories, vacation stories. Yes. And my husband and I are trying to plan this vacation. Mm-hmm. And um, the one that we're looking at, if we can take the trip in August, we get a really great deal. Uh-huh. I don't know why. They're running just a really good special for the month of August. Probably just not like a high travel, travel month? month for that area Maybe, or yeah. something. And the, Is this in the Caribbean you're still thinking? In Costa Rica. It's because it's going to be really hot. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and um, and he, he goes, I just don't know if we can wait that long. I We are hang, hankering for a tropical getaway, folks. Oh, don't yeah. you think? Like with May, we mm-hmm. are just like totally stressed out. And I just want to like lay on the beach and do nothing. And yeah. then maybe adventure to a volcano. Mm-hmm. And then go to a hot spring. And then eat some tacos. And yeah, we can't wait till, even till August. Just be really careful because I had a neighbor go on her honeymoon there and – they went and swam in this the body springs. of water okay. and they got like a horrible pa- parasite oh, and no. like spent the first two months of their marriage. And this was recent. Mm-hmm. Um, literally so sick. Like what her husband was hospitalized <gasps> and it was from oh Costa Rica. Gosh. Okay. Well, so just like, you know, oh my gosh. Take, no, maybe don't jump. Well, that's too a bad quick. vacation story. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't get into a lot of detail, but <laughs> They did. It was scary. She got sick first. They couldn't quite figure it out. She lost all this weight, like missed all this work. And then he all of a sudden started getting mm-hmm. sick. And Like I need to live my life, but a parasite sounds easier than cutting carbs. <laughs> oh my gosh. This was not the way you want to do it. <laughs> this is like knocking on death's door. Oh, this no. poor kid was, this guy was like in the hospital no, in the ICU. No, I am totally joking. I do not want that. Uh- <laughs> I was like, really, Britt? <laughs> But that, so that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Vacations and most likely vacations gone wrong. Yeah. Or weird and stuff. traveling things. Traveling just brings up a lot of stuff. It's and just, a lot of us are hankering for traveling right now. We're ready. We're prepping for our summer trips. Yeah. And I don't have like anything planned, but I do pay for the flights from home. Have you heard of that Instagram? Oh yeah. Flights from home and they send you the deals, the deals that you can get. And so it's real, it's making me anxious because you yeah. see it and you're like, oh. <gasps> I need to jump oh my on gosh. that deal. I could just go to Great Falls, Montana. I don't know what's even there, but flights are 90 bucks. Like you're like, <laughs> I, I would figure out something to do in Great Falls, Montana yeah, for $90. The scenery is probably great. Right. Lush wilderness. Bears. Um, so I'm like, it's, it's one of those things where it kind of is causing me, they're smart. It's causing me to want to go everywhere mm-hmm. I see. I start Googling These it. marketing people are no dummies. Yeah. Well, when you brought up the bears that you may see. In your vacation to oh. Great Falls, Montana. Should we get started with a story? Yeah, not even planned. Wow, that worked out so great. We are good. Um, so <laughs> this listener, she said, on the way home from a vacation a few years ago, they were driving at night mm-hmm. and they hit a black bear just outside of Park City, Utah. Oh my word. A black with their bear. car. With their car. Uh-huh. Yes. Not with like a baseball bat or something. It probably felt like they hit a human. It worse. Yeah. Black bears are like four times the human. <laughs> black bears aren't as big as brown bears. But still they're like 500 pounds. Yeah. You and I have already had bear debates. We've had so many bear debates. <laughs> Which is weird because we live strange. in like we don't have a lot of interaction with bears. Subdivisions, you know. <laughs> and don't, we don't camp. So, but anyway, they were actually not the first one to initially hit the bear. So what happened oh was, she goes, we actually it took a licking and kept on ticking is what you're saying. <laughs> well, what happened is she said, she doesn't know actually how many cars hit it by the time emergency vehicles arrived and closed the highway. Okay. About 10 of us. Had sustained enough damage to their cars that they all had to be toast. Ten, Ten cars hit this bear. Right. Because maybe the first person hit it. Yes. It was in the road. It was dark. It was night. It's a black bear. So everyone just kept hitting it over and over. Oh, my word. And she said their gas tank had a hole ripped through it. Whoa. Her five-year-old went into shock. Oh. 
and had to be treated by the firemen oh on the side gosh. of the road. Yes, therapy material. <laughs> How a, um, an animal can take that many hits from cars. Well, it wasn't a lot. Going. It ended up dying. I know. But if okay. it got hit 10 times, it had to have keep, like, kept getting up. Uh-huh. Well, and then it was, but it was also left in the road, too. So, like, someone hit it. Oh, no, I don't it know. was just laying there, maybe. It was laying there. I was picturing it just getting up, like, Ugh. <laughs> keep going. And then, boom. And then, uh-huh. uh, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, is, that's cocaine bear yeah, right cocaine there. Yeah, cocaine bear. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I couldn't – hitting a bear – That's nuts. Have we told the story of when we were on a, our trip in Nauvoo, me, you, and mom, and there was a rental car. We rented a PT Cruiser. Very cool. At the time. Teal in color. Was it teal? I, I really feel strongly okay. it was teal. And um, we were driving at night, mm-hmm. and I had fallen asleep in the car, which is actually unusual. I don't usually fall asleep in the car. <laughs> I awoke – to feeling like we had hit a bear and I was shocked. My heart was racing. So uh-huh. I understand the five-year-old in shock. Yeah. Um, but we just kept on, once again, kept on ticking. Like, yes. whoa, yes. what was that mom? She's just like, Hmm. Anyway, late. So we pull into our place where we're staying, yes. go in, go to bed. It's late. We're so tired. We come out the next day and there's fur on the, on front, the bumper, front bumper license plate yes. frame. I'm like, we, we hit something so large. Yes. And it's a mystery as to what it was. But I didn't, I don't remember there being like blood. No. Was there blood? No. So it's, it's, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what it would have been. But I think the other reason my mom didn't pull over is because she's a single woman with in two the night. daughters in the night. Like, uh-huh. I think if she thought it was a human, <laughs> I think she was pretty confident that it was not human. And we then that morning. Like maybe she, a black cow. Yeah, because I don't want to make like it sound steer. like hit and run. No, no. Maybe she hit like a drunk person walking, you know, no, or something. It, it was for sure some kind of animal. Yeah. Maybe it was, and maybe it was something like a raccoon. Yeah. And I was in the front seat and I didn't even see anything. We mm-hmm. just felt like, you know, and we were like, oh my word. <laughs> that was a crazy trip. Was there was a crazy. few things that happened. Mm-hmm. We stayed at a and b that was where Mark Twain wrote the Tom Sawyer Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn books. Uh-huh. And it was very cool. But the night that we rolled in was thundering and lightning. And there was like a fog across the ground. And as in like a, yeah, like a Stephen King novel situation. You know, here uh-huh. comes the little family up uh-huh. to the haunted well, B&B. The, it literally looked like the Bates Motel. Yes. Like, you know, that you guys can just picture the shape mm-hmm. where it has like one tall kind of steeply section. Yep. And it, was and very, it was like legitimately it, like 18, such an old. 1800s yeah. whatever b&b very cool and love then, it and it was just so funny because yeah i really remember like a knee length fog <laughs> across the ground this is so awesome mom and so you're like we have just entered a haunted and yeah house <laughs> a scary movie and then we woke up and it was like a whole new world in the light of day it felt like anne of green gables you know you've seen <laughs> yes you've seen those um memes where it shows like the pile of my laundry in the day in mm-hmm. my room. And then mm-hmm. it's the pile of laundry. And it looks like it a looks gremlin. Like a yeah. person, like crouch. Yeah. It, it was like that. You know, in the day, it was like, this is so quaint. It's so charming. Cute. Historical. Yeah. When we rolled up at night, I'm like, I will sleep in the car <laughs> that we just hit the animal in. <laughs> but that same trip, we have a crazy story from. I sometimes get migraines. Mm-hmm. And when I do get these migraines, this really fun thing happens where I vomit a lot. <laughs> and... <laughs> Actually, usually after I throw up, I feel better. So sometimes I'm just like, let me just throw up and go sleep sleep Mm -hmm. this off, you know? This one was a whole new beast. I've never had a migraine like this. (laughs) It hit me in the morning that we were flying home and... It was so bad. And we were, we're always a little behind anyway, getting to our flights. Mm-hmm. And so it put us even more behind because I was throwing up. My mom had to go run into a grocery store and literally grab like 15 
produce bags like from the wheel and then we were like stopping on the side of the road and just throwing them on the side of the road because we didn't know what to do just throwing I could not stop Mm -hmm. throwing up and it doesn't help that you're in a moving car Uh and you have this horrible migraines making you dizzy and then when you get to the airport there's always like loop-de-loops that bring you around stop and go checkouts and roundabouts yes all this stuff and my mom because we were running so far behind She's, she said, pull, we're going to pull in. She's driving the rental car at this point. We're going to pull in right in front of the airport. Mm -hmm. I'm going to run in and try to just talk to the person who is at the gate, see what we can do as far as flight. Cause I don't know if we're making this. I want to see if it's gone or if it's on time. Uh But Brit, did you even have your license yet? I think I had my license for like two months. Yeah. So she's a very fresh driver. driver and you can't just pull up and park at an airport. Heavens no. No. And there's a guy in a vest that's like, keep moving, yeah. keep moving. So I have and to You hop- know he means business with that vest. <laughs> Does he carry a weapon? He- I don't know. What are you going to do? So I hop in the driver's seat of this rental <laughs> PT Cruiser. Big no-no, obviously. Six- 16 in two months. And I'm over here vomiting, vomiting. in produce bags nonstop. And they're like, you're going to have to go. Yeah. So I just start driving. We end up in, we're in downtown <laughs> St. St. Louis. Louis. The biggest city I've like ever driven in, obviously. Yes, I mainly am used to, to Ogden, Utah, and I am. <laughs> well, yeah, panicking. she ends up on this ramp, and there's all this construction going on around the airport. So she ends up on this ramp, and then all of a sudden we're dropping into the city, and I'm and I'm Growing yelling up, like, and I'm like, stop, stop twirling, stop, <laughs> stop doing loop. And Britt's like, I don't know where I'm going. And then she's, we like, don't have cell phones, and no, no cell phones at this point in our <laughs> My life. My mom probably came out and was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've missed our flight and, and my, my teenage daughters are, are gone. missing and so is the rental car well and my mom did say to Britt just we're just keep it parked here as long as you can Britt and if they do say you something can, you can move it loop around yeah but there was the no loop, loop around because yeah, there was construction it, I was being diverted yes and so she is yelling we are in the hood <laughs> Because it was, all of a sudden it dropped us down into like downtown, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm yelling at her to stop the car because I cannot. I'm not going to pull over at a corner. I'm not going to pull over right now. And then Britt's near tears. She cannot figure out. I I do not even know how How we got got back back to the airport. Because no no Google Maps. Never been to this place in my entire life. No. It was, yeah, it was the Lord above. Yes. So then we eventually somehow get back. And I just remember, like, it's like, I remember clips. You know, little clips of what happened because I was so sick and I was hurting so bad. I remember um, my mom dragging our bags in there and we were in the line to check our bags. And I just laid on top of all of our luggage and was trying to sleep. And I think people were like, I'm not getting on the flight with this person that has like death, the plague. plague. And so they'd, we, I'd get up and you guys would drag the bags. And I, if you guys have ever had a legitimate migraine, they are, I I was crawling on my hands and knees. (laughs) in this line. And then I'd flop back down on the bag. And so anyway, we finally get up to our gate and they're like, "Mm, sorry, it's gone. Long gone. Yeah. Well, the next flight was legitimately eight hours. hours. Uh And so rental cars turned in at that point. And I thankfully had, so we can't even go back to the hood if we wanted to. Right. I thankfully had taken, um, a couple of the airplane blankets from other from previous flights so we laid that on the airport floor Mm -hmm. and i slept for eight straight hours Mm -hmm. and brit had a test the next morning and like thankfully like a good girl she is i brought my notes she brought her note cards and i think like her history (laughs) book and so so she got to cram for that test but i felt like she was mad 
I mean, who wants this in the airport for eight hours? Um, who wants to throw up 22 I, I times? I wasn't mad at you. I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I wasn't like, yay. My mom loves to point out that I slept for eight hours, like almost dead, you know, <laughs> dead to the world sleep. And then I woke up and I'm like, I need a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> That tracks, yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. Well, should we get into some more listener yes. submissions? Well, this listener, um, this is kind of going with the wedding thing, too. We've done wedding episodes oh, before. Oh, okay. But, so it was the day after they, their wedding, and they were flying to Hawaii Ooh. for their honeymoon. Their flight was in the early afternoon, and so her parents volunteered to drive them to the airport. Okay. So they had stayed in a hotel nearby the night before. Okay. And they just were like, we'll just drive to our mom's mm-hmm. and and then leave our car, get in with my mom and go. Yeah. Well, literally as they're driving from the hotel to her mom's, on the radio it says, effective immediately, no liquids, you know, can be oh, brought on the plane. Uh-huh. And she said this was the first day this ever was enforced. Really? So they get to their mom's, they're like panicking. Like, we need to hurry and just go through all of our stuff. And they were really being sh- super strict about it. Yeah. And so <laughs> she said they start to take things out. Well, apparently some of her husband's friends decided it would be funny to hide several Uh-oh. bottles of lube in <laughs> his suitcase for them to, like, find on their honeymoon. Those are necessities. Well, I don't know about that much. <laughs> a little goes a long way. And... <laughs> They said they're getting all of their stuff sorted out with the her mom oh, no. helping them, just pulling out Costco size thirty two ounce <laughs> bottles of lube or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so they get that all sorted out, and her brother ends up saying had decided to stay the night at the parents' house after the reception. Yeah, and so he's like, "I'll just drive you." Yeah, he's probably heading out anyway. So. <laughs> She said this wasn't planned, so he didn't actually have a change of clothes. He only had his suit from the day before okay. at the wedding. Okay. So they get to the airport, drop some off, they get checked in. Well, at the time, this girl's mom worked for the airline and they were using they were flying on buddy passes. Okay. Apparently, at this time, at this point in time, if you were flying on buddy passes or you were an employee that was flying, you had to dress up to fly what you couldn't wear jeans or t-shirts or sandals i have like never heard of a dress code on an airplane i know but maybe i'm just i'm guessing though not flying on nice airplanes. i'm guessing so the whole liquids thing happened after like 9 11 uh-huh. so i'm guessing like there's been a lot of changes yeah you yeah. know what i mean because i was in like eighth grade when that happened mm-hmm. so maybe maybe this was a different time anyway it said the employee literally would not let them check in until they changed oh my gosh well her husband didn't have anything dressier. He was in like t-shirt. Yeah. And, I mean, they're heading to Hawaii. Well, normal travel clothes. Right. So they have to call their brother, her brother that just dropped him off and say, hey, you got to take us back. We'll just try to find a later flight because mm-hmm. they're flying on buddy passes. Yeah. So because <laughs> we got to go find him some nice clothes to fly in. <laughs> now I see people. I'm like, you look like you haven't showered in 18 days. But this was like, if you're flying on a buddy pass, it must be like your representative of the airline or something. Yeah, that's true. Because they're like, we don't want any scroungy Joe looking, Blow off yeah. the street using your buddy pass and making us look bad. Yeah. Like JetBlue. So, <laughs> so it's like, you're making yourself look bad, JetBlue, let's be honest. <laughs> so um, the brother's like, well, why don't you just wear what I'm wearing? Mm-hmm. Um, because other than rather than going all the way home. And figuring out a new flight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the problem was the brother weighed about 75 to 100 pounds more. Oh. than her husband so this uh, the husband just cinches the belt as absolutely yeah. tight as he can 
<laughs> and the lady approved. I'm like, that looks dumber than wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> We're like this oversized. Yeah, like, like that's not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> so they proceed through security. Well, what do you have to take off as security? Your jacket. And your belt. Your belt. <gasps> oh, no. So she said, you can see where this one's going. <laughs> um, there was no way his pants were going to stay on without the belt. So he bunched up his shirt as much as he could and did his best gangster walk through the metal detector. <laughs> like he's like penguin walking, like, like straddling. No, I am not hiding weapons <laughs> yes. in here. I'm walking like, so this normal. This doesn't look sus. <laughs> so then she said, I think he explained to the guard the situation so he knew kind of what was going on and then very, so that he could very quickly grab his pants like mm -hmm. from falling all the way down. Anyway, they had to do the same thing flying home. <laughs> oh, and the brother just had to drive home in his boxers. <laughs> And had no garage when he pulled in, so he had to just run into his house in his boxers <laughs> in the middle. Because it middle was of the day. an afternoon flight, yeah. so it wasn't like early What's morning. What's Bobby doing over yeah. there? Visiting mom and dad. <laughs> that airline rule seems way weird. Well, this seems like it would have been happening in like the 1960s. Well, like Pan Am or yes, something. Because that was like a bougie thing when to be doing. When people would wear like their Jackie Kennedy outfits yes. with the hats and right. stuff on a plane. And the men were in their suits. Now it's like, literally, if I can wear a Snuggie, I will. Right. And that's it. Right. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of weddings, mm -hmm. um, this listener, she said she was about five months pregnant mm -hmm. and she went to Oregon for a friend's wedding and her husband was the best man. So they got a hotel room and they didn't know very much else about the hotel room. They just knew that it was close to the venue and called it good. Well, when they got to the hotel, a man, sorry, when they got to the hotel, a man with eyes that went in the opposite direction, <laughs> like a chameleon, opened the door for them. <laughs> and there was a security warning on the front door that said, don't rely on the security cameras to protect you. Call 911 in case of emergency. She's like, in other words, these aren't even hooked up. <laughs> well, they're all for show. Awesome. So we have no record of your murder. Awesome. If like, no, that is actually, if you went to a hotel and there was a sign that said yeah. like, don't rely. Was this a hotel or a motel? Motel. Uh, let me see. It says she says hotel. Okay. Um, but so I could see that being that seems very on brown for a motel. <laughs> and I yeah, it's very foreboding. Mm -hmm. She said they got into their room and it smelled like they tried to cover up a different smell, but just made it smell worse. What was that? Smell? And there also wasn't a safe in the room to store the valuables in. Okay. And she said there was also a sign that said bring your valuables up front for safekeeping. She's like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the sketchy eyes. Once again, you want to trust him like, with your stuff. Who, who made up the rule about playing dead for the bear? The right. bear? Who's like, oh yeah, we'll protect your... It's not your, safe where you are, but safe. it's safe with me up here at the front desk. Exactly. It's so sketch. <laughs> and she goes, I'm actually not very picky. She goes, this is the first hotel room I've ever walked into and didn't say, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Around one in the morning, she woke up to her husband putting a shirt on, clearly getting ready to walk out of the room. And she's like, where are you going? And then she realized that the fire alarm was going off. Okay. But she goes, it was, you could barely hear it. So once again, this is not a safe place to be. It's like, we need these. It's like the actual chirping that the fire, the smoke detector. Yeah. Do. Seriously. Beep, beep. So her husband went to go see what was going on. Uh, she goes, I probably should have went with him, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> he came back and said, everyone's outside, so grab your stuff. So they got their keys, blanket, and a bag, and mm -hmm. they walked out. Remind you, she's five months pregnant. So oh, yes. she said her baby shifted and leaned more on her bladder, and so she really needed to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So they started driving around Portland, looking for somewhere where she could use the bathroom. Oh, Portland. This tracks then. Yeah. <laughs> Portland has gotten a little scat. 
<laughs> they keep Portland weird, right? Yeah. They were trying to find somewhere she could use the bathroom, but it's 1.30. And everything was closed, so they drove back. Or if there is a place open, it's not necessarily somewhere you want to be. Right. And she goes, I was ready to just go in the bushes. Oh, Even yeah. though everyone was out there. I would have already done that. She said the fire engine was there and seemed like they were about to clear the building of any danger. So she um, waited uh, for everyone to start going back in. She says, there was no explanation about what happened, and they just went back to bed. In the morning, they asked the front desk, a very strange man, another one, uh, and he said, the system tripped and set off the alarm, but nothing was actually on fire. That seemed like an extensive amount of time to... Make everyone go outside. Yeah. Oh, I like you and I have been at a hotel where yep. the fire alarm went off yep. and it was very jarring. Yeah. And it's also, you go out in your skivvies. Yes. Because you're, you're like, I can't waste time. Yeah. Yes. Time is of the essence. Yes. If Make something haste. is on fire, but then you really regret it when you get out there and you're cold and you're, and you don't have a bra and you don't have your stuff. Yeah. And everybody's out there waiting in the yes. night. We were a group of a dance team. Mm-hmm. And so we had like, you know, three or four adults to a 24 team of girls. <laughs> and so it's like, that would be stressful too. Uh-huh. Making sure every girl got out, making no sure one, like, that wanders off. no one's wandering off getting napped. <laughs> and I remember we were outside for a long time. Yeah. I think. And uh, yeah, in, in kind of like the back alleys of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great. Okay. Well, before we go on to any more stories, let's take a little break. And we're back. Okay, let's jump back into the submissions. Speaking of sketch, uh, when we're young (laughs) and we're traveling, you do things on a budget that now you would never do Mm -hmm. because you're like, it's not safe. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's not worth it. Like Uh a vacation, Uh you have to be able as a parent and an adult to come back refreshed because you have a lot of responsibilities. Right. When you are a college student, you can come home and sleep for a week, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like you might Mm -hmm. have a job or something, but then you just kind of come home and really go back to sleep. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. like when you guys went to Thailand, you came home and it was a struggle. Oh, like getting back. I've never been so tired in my life. Yes. Because we had the worst jet lag and then we came back to three young children. And one was two, one was four, one was six. Right. Seriously crazy time difference yeah. and uh-huh. shift and so there's so many aspects that now that you're older you're like I can't rough it like that you know I can't <laughs> do that but this listener said in college her roommate she and her roommates drove to South Padre Island Texas for spring break that sounds fun yeah. whatever it is she said they but they slept in a tent on the beach oh with six girls in there I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's probably someone's four-man tent right I feel like that's always how it goes every tent feels like a four-man tent to me <laughs> You know? <laughs> anyway, she said MTV was there. Oh, yeah. This is sounding break, so fun. MTV. Except the tent. The tent sounds I'm just zero way too fun. snotty for that. South Padre Island plus MTV, MTV. sounds great. Yes. Um, I watched that trash. But she said <laughs> I was that it trash. was a blast, but so dumb. A tent? They could have been murdered. <laughs> there yeah. And she said the funny part was the very there, it's very easy to get through that ripstop fabric. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When people go camping, it blows my mind. I'm like, bears, they can get hit by 10 cars and damage 10 cars. Do you think that that a little piece of thin nylon Nylon? is going to protect you? Serial killers? Do you think a little zipper is going to stop them? (laughs) So she said, the funny part was the very last night, the wind blew so hard that their tent blew down, but they were so tired. They just... Too much MP- chose, MTV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just chose to stay under it, like <laughs> collapsed. So it was almost like when you do parachute and PE. Yeah, and you get in that panic mode when you're playing when you're the shark underneath. <laughs> the pa- 
you know when you played shark yes and you and then if people pinned it down you, you immediately like i'm gonna suffocate i'm gonna suffocate it was probably like that but all like, night there's that middle part that has the holes in it the mesh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's actually very breathable fabric it just feels like you're gonna die <laughs> And anyway, she said they got up and left the next morning and decided, we're just going to leave what's remaining on the beach. They just, they just left, left the tent. Yeah, ditched the tent. Oh Service gosh. purpose, good times. <laughs> but I, yeah, I had to laugh and they just drove home. And again, laughing because once the tent collapsed, I'd be like, let's get in the car. Yeah. And go home. But you know what? I've Grab been- a Red Bull and start driving. When you're so, I feel like that even as an adult, you know, we always say like, now as an adult, I would do this. Yeah. You know, there was something making a lot of noise at our outside our house the other day and we should have just gone and closed the window, but I just let it go on. So you let it continue, you know? Yeah. And so I, I could see if you're partying hard, mm-hmm. trying to impress the camera guys and trying to get a little airtime. Yeah. And you so you were dancing hard and you're partying hard. Um, I could see, you know, last night of the trip, really just letting <laughs> the tent engulf you yeah. and saying, who cares? <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, well, especially, earlier, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like presuming what they were doing, but if like they if were they there been, for MTV well, spring break. drinking too, yeah. that probably doubles that effect. Yeah. That's that what mentality. I'm mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't I'm not going to jump to any conclusion saying you guys were drunk. I'm just saying I are, if, I know how I, I know how I behave currently when like there's something in the night that's rattling and, and you just, aren't under the influence. Yes. And I haven't been partying. <laughs> Well, earlier we were talking about when you go to like a different country and sometimes like sketch water or whatever, yeah. um, or sketch situations, sketch animals. Well, I've just known so many people that like go to Mexico and come back with a lot of diarrhea, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't know. The burritos are worth it's, it. It's, I think it's like more the water. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I but this one was tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched a show. Yeah. Where these couples were having okay. a uh, weight loss battle. With each other, okay. And the girls, like the hus- husband versus wife, or t- like couple against couple, couple against couple, because okay. they were getting ready to go on a trip. Okay, this goes along with it. They were getting ready to go on a big trip. They'd save for it, and apparently, this was being told from the one husband's point of view, and he was saying how his wife and or his fiance, sorry, his mm-hmm. fiance and her best friend were kind of like a frenemy energy. Okay, where they a little competitive. Yes, they would just get so competitive, and mm-hmm. her friend, she always felt like jealous of her friend, and so anyway, they were doing all this stuff and she brought, bought him some herbal supplements mm-hmm. to give to him and was like, we're really going to lose all this weight and blah, blah, blah. And he started feeling horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> and like literally gaunt, like losing so much weight, mm-hmm. couldn't keep anything down. He couldn't figure out like what was going on. And they go to weigh in and she's like, we won, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, pretty sure he just passed out. Oh my gosh. Anyway, goes to the hospital mm-hmm. and finds out he has a tapeworm. Oh wow. And finds out that she had gotten pills from <gasps> Mexico with a tapeworm for weight loss and given it to him. And she's like, this is so on purpose, him, not on, herself on purpose. On purpose. She made him swallow a tapeworm yes, and oh, didn't tell him. My gosh. He was, he was not complicit in this. <laughs> she didn't do it to herself. Is she still his fiance? No, he oh ended my gosh. It. That ended is it. biological warfare. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. At least with these people that are traveling and he's like, it's on accident. And he said, needless to say, I did not take the trip oh my and gosh. I did not get married. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. The lengths yeah. to what people will go through. Guys, it's okay if you're in your swimsuit on these trips and you don't look like you just swallowed a tapeworm, okay? <laughs> um, well, this was not so much with the drinking water, but it still is an authentic kind of excursion. Okay. So this listener said that they were on an excursion in Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. and part of it included riding mules mm-hmm. up to their zipline rappel course. Wow. 
sounds fun. sounds adventurous. Yeah. Sounds like a cool, authentic cultural experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said her mule and her sister's mules were feuding. And they, <laughs> uh, feuding, or were they trying to mate? Either way, it's not a safe situation for yeah. anybody. So they, they should have picked go, some different mules. They had to go, yeah, like there's a corral with several, right? right? Trade them out. Um, they had to go up this narrow cliffside <laughs> to get to the top of this ropes course thing. This and you're trusting line. an animal. And she said they kept trying to pass each other along this narrow cliffside. She she said it was horrifying. She said, we both nearly like pooed our pants yeah. as the mules would like skitty across the trail trying to, trying to pass like on the outside. Uh-huh. And she said, luckily we made it. We, we got through the excursion, but she goes risking our lives yes. on this mule excursion. The, this zi- the zip line is the supposed, excursion. <laughs> the zip line is supposed to be the exhilarating this, part. Yeah. Not the journey to the zip line. <laughs> She said they literally were like tipping on their hooves, uh-huh. on their hooves, um, like mountain goats. Well, luckily, I would be so scared. Yes, luckily, they probably made this journey before. Yeah. But it's like, have they worn the road out so bad at this point? Like it's going to be a road? road. Yeah. I'm just using air quotations, <laughs> the, AKA the cliffside, the path. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. That's so funny. So I think foreign travel, it just ends up being like a whole nother ball game. Oh, absolutely. You know, Sometimes you can find stuff on the internet that gives you an accurate depiction of what you're getting into, but other times it's very misleading right. or, you know, people can spot a tourist mm-hmm. from a hundred paces Just away. Just don't wear like a camera around your neck and a Hawaiian t-shirt and socks with sandals. Well, even this girl um, was talking about how she's getting ready to go to France with her family mm-hmm. and she was reading all this stuff and they were saying, do not wear like athleisure wear. Oh, wow. She didn't get into why, but they said like spandex do not wear like grungier or not grungier, but like very, and she, she called it, I would call it American slob. And that's my style. Like she's like, I wear, <laughs> I much feel attacked spandex and a loose fitting top every yeah, day, uh-huh. you know? And so she's but like, what am I going to wear? not wear what Parisians wear. They probably so wear you loose. stick out. Yeah. You wear like flowy linen. linen. Yeah. Yes. Flowy linen pants. Um, monochromatic. Yes. And yeah, we're probably sitting here with like our Reebok. And like our hot pink Lululemon leggings. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, like, there she is. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So <laughs> she was told not to wear that. So anyway, this listener, she was in Rome and there were these street, um, sellers. Yeah. And they see these little things that they're like thin little Mickey Mouse characters and they have yarn legs and arms with like, like a... Kind of, kind of puppet esque. Okay, like a marionette. Yes, is what I'm picturing. But they're free floating, and what? they're dancing to music. So she called them paper cutouts of Mickey Mouse with yarn for legs and arms. She said he would demonstrate that if you turned on music, it would dance. How does a paper Mickey picture with yarn for legs dance? Good question. <laughs> she said they told him there's these little black magnets on back, and you charge them up on lights similar to glow in the dark items. Okay. And then you turn the music on. And they dance. Oh, my gosh. This so, sounds a little too good to be true. So, well, you're right. Because I'm thinking of, like, Big Hero 6. Like, the, ma- oh. the magnets <laughs> that, like, create yeah, stuff. Yeah. She said um, they could not wait to get them home, to, to get them back and show their other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they're walking, they decided, let's try them. So they found music. So, wait. So they bought them already. They bought them. Okay, and okay. And they went walking. And they're like, let's try these. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so they found music. They held them to the light and nothing they just fell flat to the ground (laughs) and she said it wasn't until a few hours later it really started to sink in 
we had been had. Yeah. She said they found a video on YouTube that this is a popular scam. Wow. That the seller has a tiny string that you can't see. Oh my gosh. And that's what holds up the Mickey paper thing. They bought paper dolls probably for like 45 bucks. <laughs> she said they laughed until they cried. <laughs> They felt so stupid, but it's one of those things where, you know, they probably, that's all they do is they just appear to tourists because she sent us a video and it said, and it says magnetic quote, magnetic puppets that dance on cassette player music. I really want to see this. Everything is just a a trick, a scam for your travel cash. So they just literally prey Uh on, on tourists, namely Americans. That's quite the charade, but I'm like, if it works, they're picking like the overhead's not very high with yarn and paper. Right. I wonder where the string is. They have Pikachu and Donald Duck in this video, not Mickey. This is very convincing. (laughs) (laughs) And they bought him. (laughs) And she she initially had said, I asked her, how much did you pay for these? And she said, I think they were only about a dollar. Oh, wow. They almost bought a hundred. What? Because they wanted to have a full room of them to surprise their friends. Like they were like, what if we like... Build the that room would be horrifying. with these paper dancing Mickey's <laughs> oh, and surprise a hundred. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine if you got invited over? <laughs> what if they hadn't tried them out and they like bought? As and soon then as they, we hit play, and then these papers are just like. <laughs> well, even if it was real, yeah, I don't know what I would think. Yeah, if about- like come into our guest room. <laughs> And there's like all these shaking little Mickeys. I would be scared. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. So speaking of foreign travel. Okay. This listener, they, she and her husband were on a trip with another couple in Italy. It's a dream of mine. Oh, I'd love to. And they were, they were supposed to take a ferry from Naples to the island of Capri. This all sounds so good. Like I said, I've got a hankering. Am I getting teary-eyed? Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, she said, if you know anything about Naples, you know it's a scary city. Oh, really? I guess. Apparently, she said it's run by the mafia, and it has a very high crime rate. Oh, I was just sitting here being like, oh my gosh, Naples. It's like an eating the pasta. And I'm I'm like, I'm very uneducated, apparently. (laughs) Might be good to read a few things before you head out. (laughs) So she said um, they were really anxious to get out of there. They didn't want to stay in Naples. They were anxious to get over to Capri. Okay. So... She said her friend that they that they were traveling with, she was there. The whole reason they really were there, she's a very well-known makeup and hair artist. So she actually was there doing um, hair and makeup for a bride. Oh, cool. And that weekend. And so they had to meet the bride the next day mm-hmm. in Capri. And, you know, even though they were kind of just tagging along on the trip, they were like, we have to make sure she's over there. Yeah. So they had misunderstood the ferry schedule <laughs> and they had already missed the last ferry for the evening. Are they going to have to swim? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's really what I would start panicking about. <laughs> she said they didn't want to spend the night in the scary city of right. Naples and didn't want her friend to miss her job. Right. So they overheard another couple on their honeymoon from France say that they had the same thing happen. They misunderstood the schedule and that they needed to find a way to get to Capri that night. So they decide collectively as a group, they're all <laughs> going to find a way to get to Capri that night. Well, so the the French couple uh-huh. called their hotel mm-hmm. and they, they got off the phone. They're like, our, our hotel is going to send a private boat oh, wow. to take us from Naples to Capri. Now, I don't know how far that is or how long that takes. Yeah. But sound, that sounds very bougie. Yeah, it does. A private boat. Uh-huh. Anyway, she said... They went outside to find a cab that would take them to the private dock to get on that boat. The man of this couple went around the corner and came back with the cab. 
Okay. So they all squish into this one cab. I'm very nervous. And soon they're off racing through the streets. She said the cab driver even turned on American pop music, which they were all laughing and having a good time, <laughs> speeding around. Yeah. Party but, in the USA. But then mid Justin Bieber. Uh-oh. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, that's the song that most people know in like different true. countries because when i would teach chinese kids yeah. um some of the older ones like i wouldn't know what to do to reward them for doing well in class right. so i would just like pull up youtube because they're not allowed to have it in china yeah Brit and i'd play baby i'd play baby mm-hmm. by justin bieber <laughs> <laughs> and they were like yeah Justice Beaver. It's the universal language. <laughs> anyway, so she said partway through a Justin Bieber song, she has the thought, what if this is a taken situation? Yes. She, I've been worried this whole time. She said, this couple saw that they're stranded oh my gosh. in Naples, oh. saw the opportunity. And oh, yeah, maybe we are too. Yeah, yeah. Us too. Us, us we too. happen to be in the identical situation. situation. So then she starts to spiral <gasps> inward. Inward. You know, she's not saying Meanwhile, anything out loud. Baby, trying to sing baby and the rest of her friends and her husband are just bopping along and she's trying not to let on and she says she was starting to lose her mind get so and get so nervous because then she starts connecting more dots more alarm bells she said they were the ones that found the cab right they were the ones that found the the hotel private boat and they were just following along willingly they get to the private dock and there were two 25 year old about 25 year old italian men there to greet them hot <laughs> and she said, "It's too good to be true." Yeah, this a private all, boat. This is all too good. Two to be strapping true. Italian men, and do they happen to have bowls of homemade pasta on the boat for you too? I mean, some pizza. And so she said, on the forty-five minute boat ride in utter darkness, oh she had gosh. convinced herself that they were going to throw them overboard. Exactly. And she had convinced herself of this story so much that as they reached about the halfway point, she actually pulled up a picture on her phone of her baby. Because she basically strategized that as they would, if once they started slowing down in the middle of the water and were getting prepared mercy to here. throw the, them yeah. overboard mm-hmm. and rob them, that she'd be able to pull out, have that picture ready and be like, take pity on me. I have a baby at home. You know, I'm a mother. And oh. so, so. I just, I, I could see myself in like doing this yes. so much. But the problem and the sad thing is, is this was all just in her. No right. one else. No one else. Everyone else once again was just like, this is so great. Eating that pasta those guys right. brought. They're taking a night cruise. So she said she was trying to do some deep breathing and relax. And then next thing you know, her husband starts reading to her about Naples and how dangerous the city is. The one they just left yeah, yeah. with these people. Uh-huh. And she said, not helping. Yeah, what are you doing? He had man? no idea about the scenario she was playing in her head. <laughs> and she did how it, but she said, He's it like, turns out kidnapping is rampant, especially among tourists. Oh, listen to this, honey. <laughs> A lot of times they'll try to trick you. <laughs> Interesting stuff here. <laughs> the mafia <laughs> that has no conscience. Um, so she said, luckily, as she was kind of looking around, surveying the scene, the woman that had helped get them the boat appeared to be nervous as well. So okay. she's like, okay, if she's acting nervous, maybe. Yeah, she's not in on this. Right. She's not a co-conspirator. Here. Right. So this is a 45-minute boat ride. Okay. She was a whole, she was a wreck the whole time. And <laughs> was just watching the island in the distance, like, mm-hmm. as they got closer if and closer. we stray <laughs> from our path at 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 all all. i'm jumping in (laughs) um so she said as they pulled into the island and she stepped off the boat she had never felt safer in her whole life so she finally decided to divulge her story to the to the couple and her husband and they rightfully thought she had gone crazy no 
And that is suspicious. She the said, whole thing is suspicious. They ended up running into that other couple mm-hmm. that they that she thought was trying to kidnap and kill them <laughs> a few times on the island later. And mm-hmm. she said, they could not have been nicer. I mean, thank thank the heavens above that this all was a happy ending. But I think she rightfully... Taken, taken is real. Yes. And... <laughs> Well, maybe not that exact story, but there are many stories, stories like yes. it. Um, and so I feel like she is totally justified uh-huh. in yeah. feeling we this way. We listen to a little too much true crime, but it's better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, we always talk about kids adding a whole new element to travel. Mm-hmm. I cannot understand people like the Bucket List family mm-hmm. who can just travel their whole lives. Like yeah. It's really hard with kids. That Absolutely. blows my mind. So this listener said she was in Disneyland, which is already stress-inducing. You know, if you look around at Disneyland and hey, I love Disneyland just as much as the next person. Yeah. But when you look around, you're like, happiest place on earth, huh? <laughs> they are really good at their marketing because I see a lot of people crying. I see a lot of dads looking really grumpy and exhausted people. Yep. Really tiring. It's hot. Um, that's why the food is so good. You know what I mean? Because they're like, we have to do this for yeah. people because mm-hmm. they're waiting in line for two hours to ride a ride where you sit inside of an animal or something. Um, <laughs> and again, love Disney. But um, this listener said she was at Disney and they get back to the hotel and she had not stopped to change her one son's diaper in quite some time. Yeah. And so it was literally the fullest it could ever be. Just right. like soggy, saggy, swollen <laughs> diaper. And uh-huh. so they finally get in and she starts like changing his Those diaper. Those clear gel things have appeared. Right. You know what I'm talking about? By the way, have you ever washed a diaper in your washing machine? Yes. Um, yeah, it's Sad. horrible. <laughs> she said the kids weren't listening. Of course. Oh, obviously. And they were trying to get them to bed. <laughs> Emotions were high. <laughs> and her husband lost his cool. And he picked up the just taken off swollen diaper <gasps> and just like threw it on the ground out of <laughs> anger. Well, it was under a lot of pressure as is. <laughs> So was the dad, apparently. It exploded oh, and all that no. crystallized jelly stuff in the diaper went. And this is not one that has been put through the washer. It's been, it's urine. It's urine. Gelatinous, Gelatinous urine. urine. Oh. <laughs> she said it was awful. It stunk and it was so hard to clean up. But surprisingly, she said it lightened the mood. <laughs> I'm like, that would push me over the yeah, edge. I would be like, it. I'm not cleaning this up. Uh-huh. Have you fun. You were throwing a tantrum. <laughs> As the kids were, <laughs> and you decided to make a bad choice. <laughs> and now natural consequences will follow. Yeah. I will be in the restroom no. for the next hour. I was going to say, but when you're sharing a hotel room, right. you're like, where do I go? Right. Like just in the bathroom. Right. Just close the shower curtain and try to find some zen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> um. Well, happy trails, y'all, as you venture out. And yeah, if you're hankering for a vacation like I am, Mm -hmm. just there's some things to keep in mind and just expect the unexpected. Whether or not it ends up being the vacation of your dreams Mm -hmm. or you're just lucky to make it back alive, just remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys. Thanks for gabbing with us today. Uh, follow along with us on Instagram, and we'll try to post the videos of those dancing paper dolls. Yeah, I will. I will. They're funny. <laughs> it makes you laugh. Yeah. It does. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Up, he's like, oh my in gosh! The van. He actually, no. <laughs> and I, before he even had a chance to ask, I'm like, not, not in, in the, the van. Yeah, not in not the in van. a brand new van. You should have brought him over. I've got CD players. <laughs> so I finally threw him away. <laughs> you should look in the couch cushions. See if my kids like stashed it there so their siblings wouldn't find it and then they yeah. could pick up playing when they left off. <laughs> After he threw up, he goes, I couldn't keep it in. Oh, <laughs> they say the cutest things I after know. stuff like that.